All right, folks, welcome back to the Eric Anders Lang Show. I am, I am kind of stunned that I'm sitting across the table from my guest. I don't think you are a guest, Keffer. What are you? I am a salaried employee. <laughs> <laughs> are you just here so you don't get fired? Uh, I mean, there's a, there's a little bit of that in it, yeah. <laughs> you're, 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 you can't be a guest if you're also a host. Totally. Yeah, I mean, I am the, I am the world's most unlikely podcast host. I'll tell you that. I feel the same. Not about you, but about me. Really? Yeah. Wow, you've been doing it for years and years. You still feel that way? Yeah, but I mean, like, I hate podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, welcome to the Air Gator Slang Show. Brought to you by Lab Golf. Get your putter. Become a better putter. You are a better. You are a great putter. And you're going to find out if you use a lab putter because that thing is like a show. You, 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 are you playing a lab putter yet, Keffer? No, I'm playing the, the Scotty Kirkland. I know. I need to, I need to get it. We're going to talk a lot about I'm Keffer's give you game my, today, I'll, I'll give you one of mine. You, you have multiple? Yeah, just use my code. Sure. Uh, <laughs> what's the code? I have an extra one, don't I? Uh, you might. Yeah, you're getting. Yeah, you're. Well, what's really interesting is. Mez one. You have a couple, but we're giving some away on the upcoming Mad Scramble Tour. Yo, Lab has been an awesome partner. I can't believe you don't have a Lab putter yet, Kevin. Yeah, do they have blade-style putters? They do, yeah. They do. It's the Link 1. Ooh. We have one of those. You can have that right now. Okay. Yeah, you just got to fill out a form. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Does the form include money? <laughs> it's, it's, it's sort of like future money. Future money. It's right the future on. ghost of cash. Nice. You're actually an interesting candidate for the Lab putter because we filmed a, we're going to get into this episode. We've filmed a lot of rounds with you in the last couple of weeks, and... You could use some consistency on the putting, but I've seen you make a ton of important knee-knocking putts. Yeah, I mean, like, there's a there's a thing to clutching up in it. Um, I do struggle with consistency in every part of my golf game. So, really? Yeah. But, but where does putting fall into the list of uh, potential inconsistencies? Um, I just don't – I don't practice putting. Like the, I don't practice any golf really. I, uh, that's, I think that's the one thing that like, you know, would make me a better golfer would actually like practice, which I disagree. You you don't think so? Strongly disagree. You think that just like going out on the course and just playing is, is kind of like the way to get better. Yeah. I think it's mostly your thoughts. Mm. I don't, I don't really think practicing golf has any weight, any value. Interesting. Unless you're like on tour. On tour. Yeah. Or like absolutely brand new. Yeah. You know? But I feel like for guys like you and me, it's like, I just need to feel like we're winners. <laughs> yeah. You know? Right mindset. That makes sense. Yeah. How, how often on the first tee are you like, I got this? Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm like a first tee guy. Like when, whenever I'm stepping up on the, on the tee box for, on the first hole, I'm like, okay, this is going to be my lowest round ever. Hell we are, yeah. We are, about to, we are about to go low. And then like, you know, like I'll double the first hole and then like, you know, the mindset like you know, deteriorates throughout the round. But, um, yeah, I mean, on the first tee, I'm always confident for sure. Yeah. I, th- I think that's the big, I think that's the biggest thing. What's your best swing tip you've ever Im- 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 implied, Im- embodied, implied, employed, 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 employed. Yeah. Employed, uh, fire the hips. I mean, that's, fire that's the, the one, like if I, where my tempo gets kind of fucked up is like my legs. Like yeah. the, when, when the, when the hips aren't like extending out, then, uh, I just like burn in that muscle memory for some reason. Yeah. But like, so if I like think about firing the hips, then it typically goes well. Yeah. Yeah. God, yeah. I just, I just love some golf talk with my guys. Just grinding. Just yeah. immediately Grind. getting into it. You know, what's the swing thought? How's, how's your game right now, Eric? Are you playing these days? Thanks for you, asking. You told me. Did you hear what happened this weekend? No. What happened? 
Go ahead. I I I think I don't know. I don't. I think the most birdies in a row I've ever had is two, but I had three this weekend. No way. Yeah. Most wow. That that surprises me. Maybe I've had three in a row. It's hard to get three in a row. Oh, I mean, like it's it's very hard. But that like, third one is like capturing a wild squirrel. Yeah, I mean, like of, of all the people closest to me, I feel like Eric's played the most golf, so you like have the most opportunities to like yeah. go on a streak. I don't know. I feel like uh, when you played Hillcrest that one time, shot sixty nine. Yeah. yeah, was it? I, I felt like you had sixty-eight. Three, I think sixty-eight. Oh, it might have been sixty-seven. Actually, it was sixty-seven. Yeah, actually, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 60, sixty-five. I, I just, <laughs> keep going. Yeah, uh, yeah. Seventy that day. I shot three under. Yeah. Wow. That's a that's a wild road. But, eighteen. But yeah, surprising me that like three's the. Someone go back in the footage and tell us. I don't. No, remember no, there the wasn't being, three in a row. I don't remember there being three. In no, I'm, I was five under on twelve. Yeah. Ah. Okay. And then, pard the next. Bogey the next, birdie the next, par the next, bogey the next. Yeah. So this weekend you you went on a little streak. Yeah. Basically, I don't know what happened, and, and you know what I give credit to? Hmm. Lab. Something happened. I was kind of missing, like I was missing on the low side for the first nine. It was a three three nine, so twenty seven. And on the second nine, I started missing on the high side, and then I just switched up my grip. Right. And I got really critical with ball placement and swing, and I started holding the putter a little bit tighter. Okay. And just really focusing on shoulders. And I made I made a 15-footer on a par four. It, it slid quite a bit. And then the next hole, I had like a straighter putt that was about 10 feet. Made that one. And then the third hole was like a short par five. And I hit the green in two. Yeah. And it was just like, I don't know, dude. There's something about that, like, playing well that just like, it just brings out the boy. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> you know and, what I mean? And, and the thing is, is like... Most of the time, like, and I don't know that if this is everybody, but when you're, whenever you're playing well, you continue to play well. And right. when you're playing bad, you Ooh. just continue to play bad. Like, yeah. it's it, there's something about it. You can go on little little streaks of around. So, like, it's it's funny that you say like practicing isn't you know isn't the most effective thing. It's about mindset. And, yeah. like, that, that's that's really it. Like, you know, just be in a good mindset, start playing well, and then you'll continue to play well. Yeah. But, but yeah, it's, it's kind of like we were talking with Rafa. We did a podcast with Raphael and he was talking about like, you know, in dri- he's, he's gotten big into race cars and stuff. And he's like, in driving, you know, you can't really be afraid. Mm. It's kind of like in golf. Like you can't be afraid of right side. Right. You can't be afraid of the slice. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. the more you go left, the more you'll end up right. It's so weird. Yeah. And I don't know what happened on this day, but like something just clicked. I had, I just had a really fun round on Sunday and I just felt like young again. Yeah. You know, and it was just like. And then you sent me a photo that you had played the, the course. You had already played that same course years yeah. ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was crazy. Well, no, not that course. Not that course. But you almost went to the course yeah. that you had just played randomly outside. Yeah. This is outside of Detroit. Yeah. We talked a little bit on the Q&A podcast. You probably heard it last week. But those moments of serendipity in golf, there's nothing like going back to a course that you haven't played in years yeah I mean, that, would, that would be really funny like to play a course you know like you don't you don't you don't really remember the name of the course and then you know you go you go play it again without realizing that you're playing yeah. it and then you're yeah. sitting in the middle around and you're like oh i've been here I've been yeah here. we were we drove two hours to go play golf and you know i was like where are we playing he's like well we're playing um shepherd's hollow but we were gonna play moose ridge and i was like moose ridge i swear i've been there and then i found the photo yeah like geotagged or whatever yeah, it was crazy. You know, it's funny, like, so, because, like, you're still, like, it's only been three years you've been hardcore into golf. Yeah, for sure. 
I mean, like three years in golf at all. Like it was a, it was like zero to one, A to B. Like golf is lame. Golf is the best thing in the world. Like like <laughs> within yeah. within a a span of forty eight hours, like right. this happened, and I I haven't looked back since. Same. That was exactly the same yeah. with me. What like how have you changed in the ensuing you know two years three hundred and sixty four days? How have I changed? I mean, man, I've changed a lot. Like, <laughs> I made a like right around the time that I started playing golf, I made a incredibly large career change. You know, so um, I, I learned a completely new industry. Uh, yeah, so like, uh, and everything about my life has changed. It's it's that's a hard question to answer. For you got sure. married. What about, I got married. Yeah. What about like you? Me. Like, um, like inside you. Like. <laughs> Inside Kaffir. <laughs> no, but like, like I'm, I'm basically getting at like, how has golf changed you? Like in the, in the, because it clearly changed you immediately. Right. You had this near golf experience where you were like, I'm in. Yeah. But then what happened after that? Like, like how have you become a different person and has golf contributed to that? It's, it's really hard to say, you know, because I like, that's a, I guess that's like a very introspective thing that I haven't really thought about. Like I, I don't, I feel like, in life, like you, you know, you're, you're always you and you forget who you used to be and you're just you now. So it's, mm. that's interesting. I mean, like I grew up fishing and I, I like learned patience at a very young age. And I feel like that's like really important to golf. So like, if anything, I would say like, I've become more patient. I've focused a lot more on like what I'm thinking about, like the, cause, cause like you said, like golf is a 100% a mental game. So I don't know. It's hard. It's a good question, but I, I don't know. I want to play a little clip. I, I, I heard this thing last night, um, and I think it relates. It's pretty funny. Let's see if I can find it. Is it going to be golf-related at all or <clears throat> total total different world? It's not golf-related. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Let's see if I have it here. I think I think you've changed. Like, since I've known you, I yeah, I mean, changed I, I, a lot. I definitely feel, I mean, like, I don't know if this is just me as a person, but like, I, I don't realize like how I change from day to day, month to month, year mm -hmm. to year. But like I guarantee you that like the people around me can like articulate it a lot better than I can. That's for sure. I wonder if you how could, do you think I've changed? I, well, you know, obviously I'm thinking it through this golf context, but I think you're definitely you're definitely a lot less frantic on the course than <laughs> you were when we when we first started playing together. Yeah, yeah. What, what do you mean? Well, you know, it's funny, like your biggest thing in golf is you hate the idea of people waiting on you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's your, that's, that's your hugest, but you would rather be behind a slow group. Oh, for sure. And be slow yeah. ahead of a fast group. Yeah, I'm a considerate golfer. I, uh, I'm, I'm big into, big into pace of play. And then like, like, obviously I don't like being behind a slow group. That's, I wouldn't prefer it, but I would definitely prefer it to having the group waiting behind me. We went out and played this game called Bingo Bango Bongo. I don't know if anybody listening has ever heard heard of that game, but it is the worst game in the world for pace of play. Explain the game, Judge. It's a three-person game, and if you've ever go out with two buddies and, and you're trying to figure out, well, you can't really play Wolf, and maybe you'll play Nines. That's where you divvy up nine points between three golfers. There's a couple different games you can play, and we were trying this new one, which was m more about making it even between different handicaps, where you get a point, the first person to hit the green gets a point. The first, the, the person who's closest the pin after every single player has hit the green, irrespective of the number of the shots it takes, gets a point. 
and then the first one to actually get their ball in the cup gets a point. And if, if you're already in your head wondering how that works with turn-based golf, when we are all ready-play golfers, it's miserable for pace of play because you have to actually follow the whoever's most out every single shot. For sure. And, and we play munis most of the time. And the thing with the thing with munis is there, there should be there should be a rule with municipal golf that you just play ready golf. If you're ready to hit the shot and you're not gonna hit somebody else, hit the shot. Yeah. You know? And <laughs> bingo bango bongo forces you to play you know, from the, from the last person out and man, you just, you started sweating. You started jumping. He tweaks out. If it's he, a slow game, if he, if he oh, yeah. feels like he's holding someone up and we'll be filming videos and I'll be like, the most important thing is the video right now. But if he feels he's holding up a golfer beyond him, he'll rush his routine. He'll, he doesn't care what the score he gets in his hole. He's just, I need to get, I respect that away from the golfer behind him. It's you, just, you, there should be more like ostracism for sure. Slow play. Like, honestly, it should be like, it should actually, it shouldn't, golf shouldn't be sold in holes. Oh, in time. It should be sold in minutes. In minutes. Yeah. Wow. Kind of like, think about it, like bowling. Well, yeah. Well, bowling, you get games. No, you get, you, no, get, yeah. you get time. Time on the lane, for sure. Yeah, what else is sold in time? Most things are sold in time, like laser tag. Laser tag, you get time. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, go-karts, no, go-karts, you get laps. But laps, I mean, but also in you a go kart, you're track. trying to go as fast as possible. You rent the track for like four hours in go yeah. in go karts. If you're you like, rent the track for four hours, I just pay. And I, I get, feel like I've only gone like for like parties races. or something. Dude, we should go go karting. I would love to. Side bet. Yeah, I went. I went go karting like pretty recently, actually. Oh, it's so, yeah. Did you go Coda? No, no. It was for one of my friend's birthdays, and we went to this place on the north side of Austin, and it's like what's it called? Andretti? Uh, no, it's like not a serious car thing. It's like there's also laser tag, there's also putt putt. It's like one of those, but like. The carts are just tremendously slow. Oh, They're designed for like... Coda, they're quick, dude. Yeah. I, th- that's what I want to do. I've always wanted Let's to go. go out. I'm down. Let's yeah. go. Dude, Let's you know what we should find on the Mad Scramble Tour? Oh, that'd oh be yeah. Cool. Carting. Let's find it. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Do you find that thing? No, couldn't find it. Basically, it was Bill Burr saying, like, why don't you just relax and think everything's going to work out fine? Because even if it doesn't, you can figure that out then. Mm. You know? But, but anyway, going back, this is not really, it was more funny when he said it. He's a comedian. Um, <laughs> he's, yeah. he's, very fu- he's a very funny <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, because the way you said it was not funny at all. No, it was actually really just a dumb synopsis. But like, I think like that'd be sick if they were like, you, here you have, do you want to buy five hours of golf? Or do you want to buy two hours of golf? I mean, it would present some complications. <laughs> a ton of complications. Like, how does it end? Like, they come and get you? Your car yeah. dies. Your ball like, disappears. Your the ball hole closes. Dis- yeah. Okay, and the hole closing slowly <laughs> as your time runs out is a good yeah. idea. On a simulator, you buy time. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the other one. Like, how would that work? Ba- oh, you know what it is? Is you pay when you're done. Oh, that's the way to do it. Yeah. So the faster you play, the the cheaper it is. Now that then you get stuck behind a slow group, it really starts to yeah, become that, a problem. And you overtake them. And you what? And then you get you save money. You get. You pay, it's like a portion of like how long it took you and how many people you played through. So here's mm. here's where I actually take the problem of slow golf and I wonder if we can change things for the better. There needs to be a better overtake yeah. in golf. Yeah. Oh, like playing through? Like a, like a better better play through. There system? needs to be some kind of like left lane. Yeah. On each hole. Yeah. That you like a left fairway sidecar. Yeah. And it's acceptable to just play it. Yeah. See, actually, this happened to us uh, in Detroit this weekend when we were playing. Mm-hmm. We played, it's three nines. So we played um, 18, we played nine holes and we played really quick. We played in under two hours. It was uh, four of us. We were in carts. 
we were playing quick. Like, we're pretty good golfers. Like, we weren't losing too many balls. It was a tight course, so you could lose some balls. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, then we then we got around to 10th hole. And on the 11th hole, we were held up. On the 12th hole, we were held up. And then on the 13th hole, I saw him again. So I called the pro shop, and I was like, hey, we're on, we're on 13. There's a group in the fairway. Is there anyone in front of them? And he was like, no, sir. So I was like, do we have your permission to overtake? <laughs> I've never done this. Have you done this before? Sometimes I do it. I always just go and check. If there's someone in front of them? Yeah. Yeah, I just I just wanted like I just wanted sign off. Did they how did they know? They Here's just the I become just more aware of kind of like I don't want to be on the golf course doing things that are abnormal. For sure. For I get me. that. I just get for that. Me. Yeah. You know? And so yeah, he was like, You're you're clear as long as they're okay with it. And I was like, Okay. So I was in the cart with my buddy, and I was like, all right, here's how this is going to go. They're going to be given a question that they can't say no to. Nice. Right? Mm -hmm. So we just drove up to them in the fairway. They were still looking for their balls. And we were like, hey, um, called the pro shop. They said it was good to go ahead, so so we're going to skip ahead, and you won't see us again. Cool? And they were like, ah. Like, one guy was like, yes, sir. And the other guy was like, ugh. Like, you could tell he was being defeated. He wanted to go faster. He he was the one. He was, he was like, can I player. come with you? <laughs> are, are, people, are people like not cool with being played through? I yeah. think it was an ego thing. It happened to me uh, a couple days ago. You got played through? No, I, I, do, <laughs> not, hated I do not get played through. Dude, getting, I do not get played getting through. Getting played through, honestly, is like the clo it's like it's like golf simp. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't want to get played through, dude. Yeah, I mean, you know, think about it. You get played through, you're on your back, dude. All right, folks, ad break. You got a little bit of juice there. Anyway, ketone IQ. Actually, we gave Rafa a ketone yesterday. Yeah. He was like, can I get a coffee? And I was like, I got something better. He came in, drank a ketone. We started the pod like five minutes later, and I was like, do you feel it? And he's like, no. And then five minutes later, he started talking. Like, he got into some answer, and he goes, whoa, I feel it now. <laughs> and he could feel it. Yeah. When you, you How many ketones did you take during the uh, uh, colon one video? During the hole-in-one video, yeah. I think two. The, uh, yeah, during the hole-in-one video, like I, I wasn't, I wasn't really ketoning. But I will say, the first time that I ever drank a ketone IQ before playing a round of golf, I shot my personal best. So. No shit. Oh yeah. Yeah, we're about to get. That was eighty that. in the yeah, social 80. series. Eighty in the social series. Yeah. I never really thought of this, but like you know, because like, what if you drink more than one ketone at a time? Is it dangerous? Never even thought of that. I think you've done it. We did it on the hole in one video day. Oh yeah, we yeah. That's he when was I drank, complete. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was dead. He was out of energy. Yeah, yeah. Like, I wonder if like, you, what if you could drink five at a time? We should hit them up and ask. But if you're interested in trying ketone, go to hvmn.com/rgc to get thirty percent off your first order. I'm a fan. I'm a user. I'm a supplier. You know. Yeah, we actually really like it. Thirty percent off your first subscription order. Hvmn.com/rgc. Obviously, this whole podcast and series is brought to you by ketone. So they're good friends, uh, a lot more content coming. It's not just a brand partnership. It's a brand friendship. What's something you do that tastes like shit? You don't like the way mushrooms taste, I, I mean, guarantee They it. don't taste great. Yeah, yeah. There you go. My mushrooms are in chocolate. So There you go. You're, that's kind of like one level. Yeah. yeah you but eat the raw, you eat the stems the and caps? the caps. Yeah, I mean. I they mean, don't taste good. They don't taste amazing. They don't taste like dirt. They taste worse than dirt. Tell you what, they do taste like they work. Like and it so does, does taste like yeah. some. That's my point. Ketone IQ doesn't, you don't drink it for the flavor, folks. You drink it for the function. And then if you do have that thing where you care, like you want, oh, you want it to taste all good, you, you know, you like your really flavored vodka, whatever your thing is, that's fine. Just put it in the freezer. Yeah. Ketone IQ cold doesn't taste like anything. And Michael, apparently Michael Brandt like makes a drink out of it. He like puts other things in there. Um, so anyway, check out Ketone IQ, please. 
All right, folks. Another ad read. Just want to point out really quick, standing in a Airbnb in Portland. Yeah, set the scene. Is that good? All wearing rain gear. Kefir and Simon are... Oh, this is apropos because we just came from a hot spring, but we're advertising a cold bath. And what did we do yesterday? Uh, we enjoyed the natural plunge of the Pacific Ocean. Here's the thing. Plunge, we've talked about it on the podcast before. I love it. I'm a customer. I've had it for a long time. And um, they're coming out with a sauna, which is really exciting. And so like JoJo said, we're out here in Oregon. We just filmed the breaking series. Yesterday, we went in the Pacific Ocean. It was 57 degrees, which Yeah, is pretty it cold. Could, it could not have been the better way to... Better activity post-round. I've never done it pre-round. Is it like just as amazing? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because you're just like awake as fuck. It's like coffee, but straight in your blood. We're full into this contrast therapy. And one of the cool things about Plunge is that the product is super easy to set up. It's always ready to go. And it only takes about three minutes for it to feel amazing. So head over to plunge.com. And our code is low temps, low scores. I do remember that one. Uh, how, whatever, low temps, low scores, you're going to get $150 off. Please check it out. I'm I'm all into this shit. I, like, I haven't been played through in a long time, but, like, whenever I first started, I was really slow, and, like, I was I, I was always the guy, you guys want to play through? Well, and that's, that's, that's also different, right? Saying, hey, please play yeah. through Initiating me. Initiating the playthrough. It's play actually through. less about I'm playing slow, mm -hmm. and it's more about, you know, like, Please let me be. <laughs> yeah, it's like I recognize that y'all are playing super. It fast. is part of the like when you're on the when you're on the road, everyone else is a bad driver. So when I go, hey, play through. It's me insinuating that you're a fast, too fast golfer. Yeah. yeah. And when I ask, hey, can I play through? I'm insinuating that you're a too slow golfer. Yeah. Mm. It's yeah. all about like dynamic initiating the agency of asking. Yeah. I think is the is where you want to be. We should make like a little. So have you ever been on a plane? This happened to me once. So I was on a plane once, and I and I tried to recline, mm -hmm. and I couldn't. My seat wouldn't recline. I started looking around, and then this hand reaches around, and and this guy from back gave me a card. I've heard of yeah, this. And it dude. said, it said, um, your seat has been restricted. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And it had like a link of where I could go. How dare that man? He put like a little plastic claw. Yeah, they on have my this little strap joint. thing. Yeah. yeah, I haven't heard of this at all. Yeah, yeah. and I like I got the card, and I was like. <laughs> This is absolute anarchy. <laughs> like, would you, did you throw the card and just sail it up? I think it was a short flight, and I think I was just like, I think I obviously turned. I'm a curious person, so I turned around and said, "What? What is this?" You know, and he showed it to me, and I was like, "Wow, that's crazy." And I just kind of was like, "I hope this never happens again." Yeah. <laughs> but if it did, I'd want to make another card that said, "Like you've been, like you've been, you're about to get encroached." It comes with like Come a little tool it. that like snaps it in half or something. <laughs> Rock, paper, scissors. Yeah, or like I have like a little like bell jar filled with like wasps. Uh, if, I could, if I could have any superpower, it would be just to craft specific moments. And it would just be great to have him do that to an air marshal. Yeah. And just just see. Like, oh, an air marshal would not be having it. No. Yeah. The boy in Carhartts with boots, he wouldn't be having it. Did he have like incredibly long legs or? He was tall. Yeah. He was tall. He was and tall the other time it happened was in India mm. where I went to recline. I was on Spicejet was the name of the airline. You told me this story. Yeah. And Spice I tried Jet. to recline and the guy behind me just starts pushing my seat <laughs> forward. Comes with a... And uh, I just turned around and he was like, no. <laughs> you know? And it was like culturally in India, I guess, you know, pretty crowded country. You know, it's right. like I think culturally there the people... 
can, but choose not to recline for the betterment of their neighbors. Well, they, yeah, they, they prize their personal space. Yeah. yeah. Not a lot of reclining there. Yeah. Man, so like what's the, uh, what's the maximum, like where what, minimum anyways, what's the minimum flight time that it's like appropriate to recline your seat back, you think? I mean, I mean, I'm trying to recline every time. Anytime every time. you get to altitude. <laughs> I think I also have like a back issue where I need to mm. be re- constantly reclined. Like even some like I'll bet like I'll bet I get into half of people's cars and I'm like jacked up. And just yeah, I just need to go back. Yeah. And one thing one thing I'll do on a plane is if I get on early, I'll recline every seat in my row upon boarding, just so that it looks like we're all not reclined. Yeah. And then we can be reclined for longer. Yeah. I don't know if that's I don't know if this is evil. I don't know. <laughs> You'll recline every seat in your row. Yeah, all the three. How do you feel when people like recline in front of you? <laughs> I don't love it. I get it. I have a card for that. I get it. it depends on the seat and where yeah. you're sitting. The new ones, the seat slides forward, mm-hmm. which is almost like, I don't know if it's better or worse. It's just hard. Like if you're on your laptop, your screen is invariably pointed down. Yeah. Yeah. You need like a mirror. You need like a prism to see your own computer. Right. Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, I, I literally technically cannot be mad at it. Yeah, yeah, because like I don't know, it would make you a make you a hypocrite. But. We're all very different airplane flyers, by the way. Really? Yeah, Keffer's a Keffer watches movies on airplanes. Right. Oh yeah. Like religiously, like he looks. I'm not saying you look forward to it, but you'll go on an airplane and you'll be like, okay, oh, for sure. Yeah, I mean, on the way home from Dubai, I watched five movies, back to back. It's impressive. Yeah, that's Didn't a marathon. See. You work on airplanes, right? Yeah. Yeah. Airplane for me is like it's a good time. Yeah, it's like I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the odor of jet fuel or the high oxygen concentration. You're just locked in a place yeah. and you have to do it. Yeah. I sleep. I, sleep. I I can knock out on an airplane. You work too. You work as well. That's that's more so out of the necessity of having so I'm much work and less that's when of I can the... see your screen. He's like, I'm working. <laughs> Wait, I am dying, dude. I I went out with my friend last night and she was telling me um she works for like a large company. And I was like, yeah, so like, what's like, well, you could work remote. She's like, no, nah, everybody's remote. Yeah. And I was like, oh, cool. Like what, um, like, you know, like how busy are you? And she's like, well, I'm not that busy. And I, da, da, da. And I was like, oh, cool. Like, I don't remember how it came up, but I was like, so like, if there's not much to do, do you just like fuck off and go to Barton Springs? And she's like, no, I actually make a meeting with myself. <laughs> yeah. Smart. And then it shows my computer as active. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, like, and, and there's a calendar invite. And I was like, wait, so you literally join a video call? She's like, yeah, and then no one else, and, I, and it's, it's locked. So she just joins a video call and then, like, does yoga. By the way, her fireflies that AI words per minute. Yeah. It's got to be, <laughs> got to be Awful. low. Awful. Yeah. It was fascinating. I was, like, totally blown away. I'll throw blocks on my calendar. Like, zero blocks on my calendar. That's the only time I can get, like, real work but done. But you're doing that to actually get work done. Yeah, that's, like, not, the time to get to the most work. work done. Honestly, you know, like, did you guys see an office space? Of mm-hmm. course. When yeah. she told me this and was talking about how she, like, sets meetings to create, you know, to, like, create the illusion of working, I was kind of like, CEO. <laughs> like, management shit. You know what I mean? Like, learning how to fuck the system is how you run a company. For sure. Yeah. I mean, when everybody went remote during COVID, yeah, people would, like, get oscillating fans and tie it to their mouse. So that because like their companies would add like software onto their computers to see like how active they are. And as long as that mouse was just moving back and forth, like they they had 100% uptime. That's hilarious. I mean, it's dystopic. Like it, it's terrible. Yeah. That people are tracking how fast your mouse moves. But so let's sum up the slow play thing. So, like, what is the solve? 
I would love to fix it. Yeah. Genuinely, I'd love to fix it. You played four people playing their own ball in under two hours. For nine holes, yeah. We, we played, carts, which we played is 27 fun. holes in just under six hours. Yeah. I played nine holes with one friend in a cart and 55 minutes a week and a half ago. What course? It, it was a local Austin course, Shadowgun. Two two people. Two people, front nine holes. That's reasonable. I mean, you were you were cruising. No one else. Actually, yeah. we did two overtakes. There you go. Yeah, and that did was... Play, did you play those holes or played, were they incomplete? Played the holes. That's impressive. It's hard to play a hole and pass. Well, the pass, you're guaranteed to have a bad tee shot, right? Mm, that's like, true. That's, that's Well, not guaranteed, but I've seen a lot of bad tee shots on overtake holes. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And then the other problem is, of course, you know, depending where they're at, because you have to catch them. Yeah. So you have to, in some ways, you have to play the hole before. If you want to do the overtake, you have to play that extra fast. Yeah. So that you can meet them on the tee box, ideally. Yeah. They've already teed off, and then you're like, hey, I'll tee off. And it's like go. an airplane. You need to get into, like, passing mode. You need to reconfigure. You know? I mean, the, the thing with slow play is, like, if everybody just played ready golf, it yeah. would it would, it would would solve everything. Like, I mean, and, and just think about, like, how long you're looking for your ball in the woods. Dude, you know? That, that's what it is. That's yeah. the one. See, because when we did pass these cats, there was one ball in the fairway, and three dudes were just looking in the woods. And, like, I get it. I've been there, too. But, like, I also, I, I it's almost like, for me, like, I can't even personally play slowly. So like if I'm looking for the ball, I have like that internal timer where it's like, yeah, I can't look anymore. Yeah, totally. You know? And like how often, like if you're looking for your ball for three minutes, how often do you find it in the third minute? That's a really good question. That'd be yeah. a great stat to have. That's a really yeah. good question. It, it's probably one of these things where like, you know, there's like a, it's like a, a mental illusion. Hmm. You know, you're like, I'm so close. It's, it's probably it's led to deaths. Died <laughs> looking for his ball. Died looking for a ball. Wow. That's a, that'd be a good t-shirt. Just a man in the woods. Just like alone <laughs> with a club. I look at his ball at the back. It says provisional life. Just like bent yeah. over looking under a leaf, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think you could make a card, a business card that says you've been played through. <laughs> You're going back to the guy with the C. I see. Yeah. Yeah. You've been played through. You could leave it in the cup after the overtake. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Would you like to learn more? Or maybe it's a sticker. And you just put it on the windshield of their golf cart. You've and it's been like written through. in reverse. You've been played through. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like, like a QR square that has like our like the individual stats of the player. And it's like, I've played through 17 people in this month. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There is a social thing in here. So I do want to get it. I would yeah. like to do Eric's rules of for fast golf. And I, I would just like you to hit them quickly. Okay, like, cool. I don't know what they are, but we'll figure it out. What's the opener? I would I would say these are these are my rules for fast golf. And the question is like should people play provisionals or should everything be like lateral? Oh, got it. Okay, yeah. I mean yeah, so my rules for fast golf are essentially um no practice swings. Absolutely no practice swings. Abhor it. Don't like it. When I see people doing a practice swing, I'm just looking at my watch the whole time. Do you think that adds time the practice swing? 100%. Like if one if a person has one practice swing, Think about you it. You think it adds up enough. Think about it. how long is the practice swing routine? What's say 10 seconds? Okay, 10 seconds. You can hit the ball 90 times. Mm-hmm. That's 900 seconds. That's 10 minutes. Okay, that's that, 10 and that a half adds. Minutes. That's 40 minutes per golfer. Right? That's practice swing. Gone. Yeah. Remove it. Cut it. Number two, do not look for your ball. <laughs> if, it's, if it's way off, like if it's more than 30 yards offline from the center of the fairway, 40 yards, like it's gone, dude. And also, if you find it, that could be a bad thing. 
Hell yeah. Just take your lost ball stroke, drop it there. That's the new rule. Mm-hmm. Just have fun and play golf. I, my opinion is you'll probably hit a better shot and you'll be putting yourself into like a carriage of good golf. Whereas if you're in the woods and you actually do find the ball, God forbid, what are you going to do now? You're going to hit another bad shot. I guarantee it. Look at you in the prison of your own mind. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like you're going to hit another bad shot because it's going to be a fucked up lie. You're going to be in jail. And then you're going to end up just, you might even hurt yourself. I mean, we've all seen the videos where the guy hits the ball and then it bounces off a tree and hits him in the face. I mean, (laughs) talk about an embarrassing moment. Like when you could have avoided all of that and just been on the edge of the fairway, no one's going to ask. You get to the degree and they're like, oh, did you make a bogey? You're like, no, it's a double. I lost my ball. And you sound like a man then. Mm. But you come out of the woods with a black eye. And you lost the ball anyway because it ricocheted off your face. Like, that's bad. You've yeah, lost more tough. than a ball at that point. The other, <laughs> the other rule for slow play is, um, you know, don't clean your ball. Don't pick it up. Don't mark it. Don't clean it. They say that it changes things. But the truth is, what can it change if you haven't putted it already? The idea of you actually being able to putt a clean ball better than a dirty ball is totally erroneous. Like, I would argue your dirty ball putt is better than a pro's clean ball putt. Okay, I love that. I love that argument. Let's not, let's not get too far into it. But Because, because yeah, there was the thing where I was like, dirty balls roll differently. And it's like, yeah, but what if all your balls are dirty? Oh, it Then just, they roll the same. I love that, actually. That makes yeah. sense to me. Yeah. Don't clean it. Correct to the mean. Yeah, don't clean it because then you're spitting on it and you don't have to you spit on it. What? ton of pesticides go inside your system. You some absorb those pesticides through your skin and through your lips and stuff. Like you don't want to be doing that. Okay, here's one for you: twenty foot, twenty foot putt, auto two putt, auto two. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding about that. That would be faster. <laughs> That's really funny. The simulator rules. How do you feel about rules. how do you feel about the walk above the hole and then walk back below the hole? Only if it's for eagle, not a birdie. Okay, I think can we compromise on that? No, JoJo's a big like. Look at it from both sides. I'm changing. Mark the ball. I'm changing. New putter, I'm changing. Here's the thing. Study, studies show you can read the putt in like four seconds. Did you just say that? No, it's actually real. Like, like you, On your way up to the green, you should use your time wisely. That's, uh, that's true. And just like be looking around and be like, okay, cool. Like it's downhill, blah, blah, blah. Just like make it efficient, guys. Nothing. I do hate. I hate few things more than the person who waits for the three other people to putt yeah. and then starts to read their putt. Yeah, no, that's crazy. That, that's yeah. an obvious one. And like I think... You know, like if you if you put a twenty or thirty footer to three feet, just like, just roll it in. Like just walk up, tap it in. Yeah, don't no one gives a shit here. You know, like just roll it in, back of the cup. Last mm. question, then. These are a lot of you know. You could argue we're we're you know griping in some respects. What's a way we can posit? What's the positive side of it? Like, what's the reward we can give to the golfer who finishes the hole first? Oh, interesting. A carrot. Like if all four golfers. If there's a stopwatch that just started on your cart, yeah. like one of those new electronic ones when you started yeah. the hole. As soon as you your club hits your ball, you have a stopwatch starting. Yeah. And if yeah. you finish in under a certain amount of time, I'd be okay giving a stroke off. That's interesting. Yeah. It would certainly change the dynamic of the game. It would probably be hard to share a cart with someone who wasn't up to your pace or hitting the same shot shape as you. That's good. I think we sh- I think we need to be encouraging that. I think degree. this might do harm than more harm than good. Well, then what's the thing we can say? Like maybe maybe golf courses could encourage them by giving them free hot dogs 
at the turn yeah. if you finish under yeah, a most holes amount. finish first free free turn dog yeah i mean like if you sub two hours you finish around you finish nine sub two hours get a hot yeah. dog golf courses i think it's actually more so about, much about this i think it's more about punishing the slowest player okay <laughs> you're going back to the stake. making an example out of guys punitive yeah you're <laughs> not getting a hot dog we don't care how much you pay they for can't it. they can't eat <laughs> you, you have to pay more i do think though it. that if golf courses complain so much about they're like oh it's so slow and i get that but what are they doing to reward the golfers who are playing quickly it's a good point like could i, I know put I down it. a deposit i actually got it here okay go ahead can't come back <laughs> seriously banned these are the rules yeah or yeah or or like they get a letter you know because at private clubs you get letters for things is, like a, is this Nathaniel Hawthorne, like a scarlet letter, or is it like no, it's, okay. it's like a physical letter mailed to you, and it says, we've observed your, insert the blank, you know, rule that you've broken, showing up to the course without the proper attire, maybe being rude, maybe like, you know, not paying a bill, or in this case, you're playing slowly. They would get a letter. And then if they got a second letter, there would be a suspension involved. Yeah, you don't want to get a second letter, right? Yeah, I mean, there needs to be an overarching, like, golf police that the courses can rely on to enforce the rules. You think there's an avenue for a random golf club? I, it's to... not, probably not a random golf club, but but it's probably a new business entity that enforces the rules of golf in a way that we haven't seen before. Marshall Training Services. Yeah, it goes beyond Marshall. It's like general. Mm. You know, it's like it's it's like it's probably like there's an outfit. Hear me out. What about retired canine units? That'd be good. We could train some dogs. Yeah. To get out there. Just follow groups around. Follow groups around. More dogs yeah. on courses. Yeah, and then and then you know like pace of play, right? Like we're looking at twelve minutes a hole. The the human who's like working with the dog, the trainer, mm-hmm. has a horn, and if it hits that twelve minutes, he beeps the horn, and then the dog knows anyone holding a club is <laughs> you know, to take enemy, them take them down. Enemy number one, enemy yeah. combatant. Yeah, you just yell Schwartzite, <laughs> and the dog just goes to town, or whatever uh, your whatever your kill code is yeah. for your shepherd. You know. Okay, we're gonna go to a break. Um, if you listen to that and you have suggestions. What you should do is you should review the podcast and just leave the suggestion. Like, don't even tell us what you think of the podcast. Give us whatever stars we well, yeah, want. Put it, put it on the Apple whatever. review or just whatever. put it in the Apple review, and we'll read them next episode. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, it helps us when you review the podcast, but we don't even care what you say. It just tells the algorithm. So Yeah, you can just open up your computer and make a meeting with yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a couple more people. Uh, leave yeah. a review on the pod and come back after the ad break because we're going to go over Keffer's attempt at glory, attempt at greatness, attempt at... It was, it's it's heaven. The number one goal in golf. Very cool about the Mad Scramble Tour. We have a special guest joining us. It is the driver of your dreams. Dollar Driver Club is a club where you can join and get new drivers whenever you want. Basically, you can get you can get like really shaft critical. You can get shaft dependent. <laughs> <laughs> and anyway, Dollar Driver Club is going to come out on tour with us. And RGC members who sign up for our annual pro membership are going to get $50 off the Dollar Driver Club membership if you use the code RGCXDDC to become a monthly member. You're going to get your first month free. So ultimately, I mean, I don't know. I think the driver is probably the most important club in the bag to be dialed to you, yep. specifically to you. Like, And that's one of the cool things about Dollar Driver Club is they offer like a specific fitting based on a phone call, right? You call them up. These guys are in Austin. They're all tweakers. Jack, Tyler, everyone over there is just a fucking freak for it. And they can't wait to like look at your swing speed. You can take your specs, go there, and they can give you whatever driver you want. Loft, lie, whatever, shaft, grip, the combo that you want. So please check out Dollar Driver Club. Thank you for supporting the podcast, and we'll see you on tour.
RGCXDDC is the code to get your first month free. Random Golf Club is powered by Shopify. Uh, our little business would be much smaller if we didn't have Shopify. And we love the idea that, you know, we're in the top 1% of stores that launched in the same month. You told me that once and it kind of blows my mind. Super proud of it. Yeah. We have Shopify Plus. Anyway, Shopify is a really cool way to get your brand into the hands of the universe. Literally, one of our customers is Jesus Christ. <laughs> Didn't He's actually one of our top customers. He never posts about it. That's he the problem. Like we send him things. We ask him for the story tag. Well, he's kind of a, you know, an underground salesman. You know, he's selling something, but what he's selling you is kind of an ideology. Yeah, and that and the problem, like one time we sent him a pair of pants and then he turned it into two pairs of pants yeah. and then he turned that into four and pairs of pants. he tried to return all of them. <laughs> we gave him store credit. Is, is Jesus a dad hat guy or a rope hat guy? Weirdly, buckets. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. That actually checks out, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but but here's the thing. He's a stick, dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's oh, yeah. got, he's, uh, we. you know, he bought the, you know, we sold the Field Kit Club. Mm-hmm. He's already made 20 hole-in-ones with it. Wow. Yeah, so... Yeah, it gets mad on the course though. Bushes start spontaneously yeah. combusting on fire. Of course. Here's the thing: like we've hit him up to be in our breaking series. Yeah, and he's apparently he's like totally opposed to the concept. Oh, really? Yeah. Why so? I don't know. He just feels like you know it's it's something that has to do with why he's not attached to score. He's not attached to score. But also, I think it's that you know for him, you know, it's kind of like. Um, I'm, I'm struggling. You got something? I, can I, something. I don't think it'll make it in, but can I tell you my Jesus golf joke? Yeah. So Jesus and Moses are playing around a golf. Yeah. Right? And uh, they put money on the line. Okay. And they're the first hole in, and Jesus goes and he hits the first tee shot and stripes it, of course, right down the middle, about 250. And Moses goes, and he hits the tee shot, and it goes right and right into a creek. And Jesus kind of laughs. And Moses puts both arms up, and the heavens wail and clouds form and the creek slowly separates and two giant walls lift up and a little sand crab comes out of the bottom of the creek and takes the golf ball and carries it gently to the hole, at which point it sets it on the green, nudges it with its nose, and it drops in the hole for a miraculous hole-in-one on a par four. Mm. Moses drops his hands, turns to Jesus, shrugs, you know, a little bit. Yeah. Little Michael Jordan shrug. And Jesus turns to him and goes, are we just going to fuck around here or are we going to play some golf? <laughs> Hell yeah. I like that. Have you heard the, this is, have you heard Landon's joke? Mm, maybe. I don't know. It's about the insane asylum? No, I have not heard. So he goes into the, the doctor is checking on his patients and he goes into the first room and there's a guy, looks like he's swinging a tennis racket, you know? And the doctor comes in and he says, what's going on in here? And he says, um, I'm about to win Wimbledon. Get the fuck out of here. You know? And the doctor goes, okay, still crazy. Goes in the next one. And, uh, you know, the guy's, uh, the guy's just standing there like this, like he's holding a baseball bat, swings, looks at the fences, starts screaming. And the doctor says, what's going on here? He said, uh, I just want a game-winning home run at the bottom of the ninth of the World Series. And the guy goes, okay, still crazy. Goes into the third room. And the guy... <laughs> The guy has a thing of peanut butter, grabs out a handful of peanut butter, throws it at the wall, runs up at the wall, starts humping the wall. The doctor goes, what's going on in here? And he goes, I'm fucking nuts! <laughs> oh, that's really good. I, that's like one of my favorite jokes. It does well when you're standing up yeah. and kind of yeah. act it out. You can animate it, yeah. Landon's done that joke? 
Yeah, he's pretty good at it. He's too. acted it out. Yeah, I've never seen him act it out. I've definitely carried it further. He handed it to me, and I've, uh-huh. de- I've definitely taken it to the end zone. It's kind of like... done the joke thirty times. Do you have a moment of when it went over the best? I mean, it did pretty good right here. It did pretty good. Thousands yeah, yeah. of people around the world just laughed. Yeah, you have to commit. <laughs> you have to really commit to the fucking nuts. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and if you're just listening, again, when we do these mics, you, you have to this dance of when you go higher in volume, you have to get farther away. It's kind of like mm-hmm. a, ain't it true? <laughs> and it was well executed. Thank you. Anyway, back to Shopify. Um, you can launch your online shop, or you can create your first real life store. All the way to making a million dollars on Shopify. It is there to help you grow. And I will say the customer service is second to none. And uh, you can get a free, or sorry, you can get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash EAL show, all lowercase. So go to shopify.com slash EAL show now and grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash EAL show. Cha-ching. And our last ad is Tacoma Golf. Mm. Yeah. Which... Great thing we have Kefir here. Kefir's the one who cut a commercial for Tacoma this year. Oh, man. That was so brilliant, dude. Thank you. I hope they like it. Very proud of it. Oh, they're going to love it. it. They they already gave us notes on that. Tacoma's been a longtime partner of the brand. Um, Look, they make great irons at a great price. And uh, I love mine. And what's funny is when people ask me about them, I'm almost like, now at this point now, I'm like, how do you not know about what's happening here? Right, like five, six, seven hundred dollars for a full set of irons with KBS shafts forged in Japan and lambkin grips. Like, beat that. Like, show me where that deal is. You know. So I really love the clubs. I feel good about them. And um, you know, guess what? Bad news. Can't give you a discount. And you know why? Because they're already as cheap as they can get. You know, they've already cut out the middleman. You can't get them in the. You can't get them at Dick's Sporting Goods. But you get them online. They're going to ship straight to you from Shanghai because that's where they're assembled. And they've got it figured out. So get your clubs. Stop complaining. Yeah, it's really cool to see some Tacomas ending up on tour now. I wonder in the next five years. On tour? Yeah. Who's playing Tacomas on tour? Wesley Bryan was playing Tacomas on tour. And obviously, there's a little bit of a influencer thing going on there of how that's introduced. Mm -hmm. But I'm curious to see how the director-consumer model starts to get involved into, like, these pro sports in the next five years. Like, Mm. how many? Because they are that good. That's the reality, too. Yeah. All right. Welcome back, everybody. Do you think, on average, how many people do you think fast forwarded through the ads and missed that whole bit about Jesus? Uh, at least fifty percent, dude. Go. I mean, back. like, if you're if you're a regular listener, I'm sure that you're Commit, you're, you're you're used to not skipping. But I'm you'd sure. be wrong. The dips aren't that that far at all. Oh, really? Yeah. Go what's back. The re- what's the retention graph? Retention is in. retention at this point is probably it'll only drop like twenty five percent. Wow. All right. So every one of four out of y'all, go back and listen. The Jesus bit was fucking hilarious, and we did two yeah. jokes. Yeah, and we're leaving them both in. We're leaving them both in. Um, cool. So, Kev. Yeah. You got a hole-in-one on the simulator. I did. Where does that sit on your world of achievements in golf? Oh, I mean, like, at the time, it was huge. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, still still is huge. Uh, up until that point, it was the hardest thing I had ever done. In your life, golf or otherwise? Yeah, I mean, I mean, like, like as far as, like, in a... 48-hour window, it is the hardest thing I've done, both physically and mentally. What was the simulator video? Simulator. It was the hardest it thing. It was know. the hardest thing. Whoa. Yeah. And then, wait, so, but, but like, what was the hardest part about it? Um, the thing is, is whenever you're swing, you're, you're doing the same swing over and over and over. Yeah. It's, it's like genetics. It starts to mutate just little bit mm. by little bit. It starts to burn in your muscle memory 
just some like little tweaks that, that you just consistently do. And, um, the thing is, is it would get to the point to where like, I'm hitting really good shots, hitting really good shots, then it starts to push out right more, push out right more. And then the next thing I know, I'm shanking 20, 30, 35 shots in a row. And I can't. 35 shanks in a row. And I can't get back on track. And that's the, that's like the hardest thing about, you know, few people have done challenges like that. There's, there's been people popping up doing them, but like, um, it's funny to watch people start to do them. I mean, you've, you've done one several years ago and then, uh, failed. Yeah. Failed. And big fail. Dude, it's, it's different. It's it's different, and like you you probably know like when whenever you start to like do those repetitive motions, it drives you a little bit crazy. Yeah, I just yeah. realized this. I hadn't thought about this before when we scheduled this podcast and did it. I am sitting in the room right now with two people who have lived on a golf course to try to get a one one. <laughs> yeah, that's a small list of people. There's not that many. There's and, and there's I would say none of them have ever interviewed each other to talk about it. Like you two have an interesting shared experience. I wonder what the overlap is. I feel like we have bigger shared experiences than sure. just living on a golf course though. Yeah. We're the same person. <laughs> <laughs> we had the same like forgot about that. We uh, touched a golf club and we ascended into the same exact reality. Yeah. Around the same age. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. How old were you? Uh I got in when I was twenty nine. Same as me. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Twenty nine in how many months? Ooh. Uh what if it was to the day? Like a Dalai Lama situation. What if maybe I been, maybe what if, uh, two months, two okay. months into being twenty nine? Yeah, mine was like ten months. Ten months. In. I was gonna say, what if I had pre? Uh, what if I had? What if I had? Um, you know, like, like preeminent. What if I had accidentally reincarnated too early? <laughs> and then there was like, it was you and me. <laughs> yeah, you were but, like, why am I losing my passion for golf? Meanwhile, this this star rose in the I'm east, just, yeah. sucking it. Why out is my it? right arm so weak? And then you're like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so the story is, and if you haven't watched the video, first of all, the, the video kept living on a hole in, on a golf course until it gets a hole in one real golf course, not simulator. It's out now. It came out yesterday. Um, but Kefir lived in the simulator and you've probably seen that smashed on YouTube. But what most people don't know is that video almost never came out. Yeah. Wow. Wait, why didn't that video never come out? Well, because we, so we recorded the entire thing. Yeah. Right. And then when we back up to two hard drives. Oh, right. Yeah. There was we, the hard we, drive fail. We, we always back up to two hard drives. So, so you don't know this. So the footage was lost. You don't know this. Like I called one of our best customers. Mm-hmm. Jesus. <laughs> he said, hey, bro. I, need I said, yo, bro. I don't ask for much, but I need those drives to work again. Yeah. Well, uh, so I go and, like, I'm cutting the intro for the first one. And then I, like, I save the project. I, I save the project. I unplug the hard drive. I plug it back in. Doesn't mount. I'm like, okay, that's no problem. So I... I like, you know, repeatedly try and like get this hard drive to mount. Doesn't work. I have a backup. So what I, the first thing that I'm going to do is I'm going to back up that other drive because it is now the only drive with that footage on it. I plug that hard drive in, plug a fresh drive in. I start, I start like transferring it over. And in the first file, I hear a click. And then the hard drive completely crashes. So that is two hard drives back to back that completely failed and it, it my heart sank and long story short we i found a, a guy here in austin who does this professionally he disassembles the hard drives and he does disc recovery i don't know how they do it um, but we were able to recover 
a good portion of it. And I'd say somewhere between 70 and 90% of the footage that was on there. But there was a lot of parts in that, in that video that you never got to saw, never got to see because they're gone forever. Wow. Yeah. There was like a good bit, like the, you were in the video. You hung out with me for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Like we, we had like a good conversation. We sat in there. In the middle used... and at the end. Yeah. 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 I remember you texted me at like 9.45 on Friday and you're like, or you called me and you're like, I did it. And I was like, I'll be right there. Yeah. Yeah. You, you and Bo came by. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 That was, that was, uh, yeah. So all that to say, that video almost never saw the light of day. Yeah. I mean, it was this close. Like, it's so funny how those little things get in the way. Yeah. So, so when you go... You, you know, like, what was your experience like living on the golf course, though? Very different. Very different. Much harder. harder. Much harder. Yeah. I mean, like... Where to begin? Yeah. It's... Yeah. It's, it is... it is. I mean, like, let me let me paint the picture for you. The hole that we chose is at the, the Grand Golf Club in Del Mar, California. Yeah. A beautiful course. The, some of the most, the loveliest people that I've ever interacted with on a golf course during a shoot. This hole is 127 yards to the pin. I would say 100 of those yards are water. So it is a mind fuck. It is super intimidating. Yeah. And there's just bunkers. And one thing that you don't have to deal with in the simulator is wind. You know? Right. Elements. Or any element. Rain. Yeah. Anything like that. And we experienced all of that. We had all windy days. Yeah. Rainy yeah. days. Yeah. So like, and the thing is, is like when you're living at the office, like it's comfortable. It's inside. You stay in the exact same place. It's yeah. air conditioned. And out on the golf course, that, <laughs> that's not the case. Also the contact. Yeah. You're hitting on real grass. We're using tees. No. Or you had a mat. No. So we, we started, started out with a mat. We hit the first, I think like hundred shots off the tee box and then realize like we are going to destroy this tee box. I'm never going to be in the same like frame because I'm having to move because I'm like making divots every single shot. Right. Um, so we ended up getting a mat and like, you know, the, the mat has its, its own issues. Like I, I don't think it, it was like necessarily an advantage or a disadvantage. It just like, you know, kept me in the same spot, which, which was overall good for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So much happened. It, a lot that won't make it into the cut happened. Are we going to reveal whether you were successful or not? I, I don't, I don't, do we, do we spoil it? I, I'm perfectly comfortable spoiling it. Like if you're, if you're listening to us right now and you haven't seen the video, click off the podcast, go watch the video and come back and you can hear the behind the scenes. It's good. Yeah. Link in the description. Yeah. This is going to be, I mean, the, for me, this is such an interesting piece of content because it really gets at like the, like, you know, what's the central question you're asking in this film? Can I do it? Yeah. I mean, can I possibly? The central question is like, we call, we make breaking series, but right. this is the closest to an actual breaking series as far as like breaking a person. Yeah. That I've ever seen. It was emotionally to to set the scene. Kefra and I flew out to San Diego, and we budgeted three days for this. We said, okay, three days, and if you can't do it by the end of that, then that's that. And the third day came. And it hadn't happened yet. And so we're talking and you're tired. Yeah. You're, there are photos of you just lying on the ground. I mean, obviously you'll see them in the film. And so we had booked cause through, through Alaska because that, that was the easiest flight. And so I had some miles and so I said, fuck it. And so we just extended another day. Yeah. And that was maybe good for the content, but it also like it felt like you were in this purgatory. Mm, for sure. And it, it 
it was like waiting for a train that you also had to build yeah. and drive to pick you up. It was, I mean, at times it was scary. Yeah. And towards the end, I, I wasn't even thinking about making a video anymore. Like I complete, I completely lost that sense of like, we're making a video. Like, like I need to say things, story, I need to yeah. do things. I need to You're like tell a story. Yeah. Yeah. I mean like the last, the last like thousand shots probably, which was in the span of an afternoon into an evening. <laughs> afternoon to an evening. You mean I, I, from 6 p.m. until 4 a.m. Yeah. It, I, I like, I wasn't making a video anymore. I had like one, like that part of me disconnected completely. Yeah. I don't think I turned around and talked to the camera one time in that, during those thousand shots. What is that? And I don't know. Like, I, I didn't realize that I would be the kind of person that would be like into this kind of thing. Just like set like a very hard goal and do whatever it takes mentally and physically to get it done. It's funny because that, that doesn't surprise me at all. Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you seem like, you know, that's like an animal in you. <laughs> I mean, that's what happened when you picked up a golf club the first time. Sure. You're like, cool. Rest of my life for the foreseeable future, this club's in my hands and it's in my brain. Yeah. And I'm just going to continue to consume as much of this as I can. Yeah. And this is just a small example of that. Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely do have like a addictive, uh, addictive determined personality when it comes to things that I want to achieve. Like, yeah. and yeah, so I, I like, I guess it, it shouldn't be a surprise to me, but like, when we when I started doing the simulator video, it's like something that I was like, oh, this this would be this would be like a good idea. We have a simulator, like it's an easy thing to do in the office. And I realized like about halfway through the day, like oh, like I I fucking love this. This is this is uh this is awesome, you know. And obviously it became a grind. And whenever I made the hole in one, it it was like the most elated I had been in a very long time. And uh, but yeah, it's it I it's it's one of those things that like. In the moment, like, especially, like, the living on a golf course video we did, like, I hate it. I never want to do it again. I'm thinking I'm never, never fucking doing this again. And, uh, I mean, like, now I, like, like why in the middle of cutting this video, like, I'm just, like, when are we, when are we doing this again? Do it again. Like, yeah, yeah, I want to I I do, do it again. again. Yeah. Yeah, I so mean, we'll find a way. You know, I think, I think there is a – for me, the central question of the film is um, – you know, can you create luck? Can you force luck? Yeah. Right. You know, because like... Can you brute force luck? Yeah. yeah. Can, can you override the system? Can you yeah. count cards? Can, is it Moneyball? Like, like how many shots does it take? Like, go back to that lollipop thing. Like, how many licks does it take? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, to get to the center of a fucking Tootsie Pop. Totally. And, like, the thing is, is, like, the more balls you hit, the more balls are going to get close. And, like... Um. It, and that's it's it should do it where you numbers and not leaving i mean like here's the thing we didn't leave like if <laughs> i'm i'm still there <laughs> i'm still there mentally Last for down. sure yeah i mean like the, we we had it we had a flight like i was but going you, to but you didn't get a home one i didn't unless you're unless it's like a long long con no we didn't get a home one we had um leave. we had multiple multiple we had a ball hit the bottom of the cup oh um, and yeah. then we had another ball and this is the one I was telling you for this yesterday. I've woken up twice in the last month or since we filmed dead panic, seeing a shot from the film. Um, 
because I really feel like I did this together. No, I, I really do. Um, th- it was the middle of the night. We had gone to Walmart and we'd made a friend who was willing to give us his military grade flashlights. Interesting. And we lit up the entire green in the middle of the night. So the last five, five minutes of the video, the last four hours of, of hitting golf balls, pitch black. And I was on the green trying to clear balls away. And there's one shot where the ball pitched about two yards short, rolled up to the hole. And there was one golf ball and it no. hit that golf ball. In reality? And it was going in. It's, and I've woken up twice and I've seen that. And you, you know, you have these moments, you have these things you want to replay in your life. Wow. You, you could just change one thing. And I want, your seatbelt buckled. Yeah. You just want to dive in and just move it. And if it moved an inch, that ball's going in the cup. And there were others that were closer. There, he hit the stick another time. There was one that rolled back to the lip of the cup on the back edge. Like there, but those ones didn't go in. Like that's a different thing. Like I could replay that a million times and this that doesn't change the outcome. In. This one would have gone in. Yeah. Dang, did you name it? No. That shot needs a name. No, I mean like it's it's hard to watch. It's I mean, hard to watch. Like like we're editing this video, like I I would have to I would have to stop and then just collect myself. Like it it is and like it's weird because like I'm cutting it and I'm like I'm hoping that it goes in. I know it doesn't go in. <laughs> and like like there's shots that go close. I'm like, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Like editing it. Like I like I'm yeah. I'm saying that out loud as it's yeah. going in, knowing perfectly well that yeah. none of those balls go in the hole. Yeah. And it's it's uh That's a crazy mind fuck. It's a mind fuck, yeah. And like I'm you know, like editing this video like brought me back into it from like a mental standpoint. It it's it's it is it is a uh, it is a journey like and and just even even though like if if you didn't pause the podcast and go back and watch the video go go watch it because like it is you you see somebody go through something that like you know to the to the point of mental and physical break and it it's a it's a really good story and um i don't know and it inspired me so hopefully it inspires you got to do it again i will you got to do it again. so much else happens by the way so our friend claire um, she, she played in breaking Cabo. She came, she gave you a lesson. Um, and then you, you like lipped one out immediately after she gave you a yeah, lesson. That it, was, it, it burned by the hole. Yeah. That was funny. Uh, Landon came up and mm-hmm. started doing an odd Eastern medicine ceremony <laughs> with incense Yeah, with incense. And then he had like a chi machine that he started going at. Oh, wow. Yeah. And yeah. I don't, I don't explain what the chi machine is in the cut, but it's this thing where you lay on your back. You have you heard of this, Eric? You know what this is? You have your feet in these little saddles, and it just shakes your feet side to side. And you lay down, and you do that for ten minutes, and then whenever it stops, I don't know, like I don't know what the science is behind this, but it is the wildest rush. It's like it feels like doing whippets, like as soon as it stops, and uh, and yeah, like the I don't explain what it is in the video, but there's like some really funny clips with it. But uh, yeah, Landon came up. The CEO of TaylorMade came by. Yeah. He was. He lives on the golf course. Who? The CEO of TaylorMade. The current CEO of TaylorMade. What's his name? Mark. Yeah, his mate. I I don't know, but his he has, <laughs> his son was hanging out with us the entire. Yeah, time. I wasn't going to mention that because he told us not to talk about. Well, it. Well, I mean, like he didn't tell us not to talk yeah. about it. He just said couldn't be in the video. Anyways, the his son hung out with us the entire time, 
and was just like just like there for the there for the ride like the second day he like showed up at like yeah 8 david david abelis hmm. yeah he, he lives on the golf course no shit. so he came by i was like what are you doing <laughs> kevin's like yeah. i'm living here until i make all in one that's so yeah. funny tim is pitched and everything yeah um but yeah like the he ended up not wanting to be his kid in the in the video Fair there yeah. kid's 14 years old um so like big fan of youtube golf so the kid obviously like knew Knew about golf club. Yeah, knew the whole deal. Well, Kepper, I salute you. Thank you. And I think you have it. You have it in you. You need to really think about who's going to be cleaning the balls off the green. JoJo <laughs> <laughs> oh, jo did a wonderful job. There's another nightmare. Yeah. No, I mean, it's awesome. You should do it with a live audience. That'd be sick, dude. That Invite. Would. We could do it at a par three course. Do it at Butler for I'm hoping Joey it B. happens on the Mad Scramble Tour. You should do it at Joey B with, uh, oh, Mad Scramble Tour. Well, we'll go back to the Grand because we'll be in San Diego for two days. So yeah. in the morning, we'll go say hi. Yeah, cool. Yeah, Joe B would be cool. I have a hole-in-one there already. So yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, on the siege. So if um, you get a hole-in-one, tag Keffer, you know, pour one out for us, and uh, we'll see you on the Mad Scramble Tour. Come say hi. Come tell Keffer what you think of the video. Be out there. Phoenix, Vegas, San Diego, LA, San Francisco, Portland, Seattle, November 4th through the 18th. We'll all be there. Keffer's going to try. Dude. It's going to be sick. What if he got one on the Matt Scramble tour? Oh, my God. Someone's getting one, dude. It's yeah. happening. Yeah. All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. And thank you, Ketone, for making dreams almost come true. <laughs> so close. So close 100 times. I think it's good you didn't get it because now you can try again. Yeah. And the truth is the odds are in your favor. Always.